Welcome back, all you traders and investors. Today is Saturday, September 29th, 2018. It's about 8 in the morning. I'm just kind of was going to do this review and just record it as I do it. So I'm not going to go over my positions right now because I kind of have a, a pretty good feel for where I'm standing, where my positions are at. So I just kind of haven't been looking at charts. So just kind of want to look at the charts of the potential trades I have in mind and see um, which ones I'm going to pull the trigger on. So Carthel Trades was the, the gush trade was one. Um, I have MJ on the list. Uh, EWZ is on the list. U.S. Concrete. So, looking at U.S. Concrete, um, looking at the daily chart here, and it looks like it had slight rejection off the level where I have placed my my. Uh, I think that's I think that's a triangle calendar. Pretty much almost the same thing, but. Um, Earlier in the month, like in August, when it did dip below $45, I mean, 45, uh, precisely 45.50, once it dipped below 45.50, that got rejected. So it went all the way down to 44. So 44 was rejected. That was in August. Then we went up to 53 almost 54 came down just uh profit taking you know because that was pretty slight pretty fast move up to this up to the upside it gapped down you know those are people that were long and they got stopped out and then kind of consolidated a little bit longer for about a couple about two weeks consolidated between 49.50 and 47.50 and then it consolidated drip dropped down to 45.50 and then that got rejected so that was september 11th that got rejected the 45.50 got rejected which brought the price up all the way everybody jumped on board all the shorts started covering which brought the price up all the way up to uh, 54.80, almost 55. That's kind of like where I have my, um, that's the resistance level right now for US uh, CR, which is US concrete. So that move, you know, from September 11th to the 20th, that move going up steadily every day kind of give you a look an idea what happened but what happened was that because it moved so fast GAC got rejected everybody made money in uh, a week and a half so everybody that got in or was in on the way up and they immediately seen the cash and came out so for the next you know for the next 10 days the prices come down and now we're we find ourselves back at the 4550 mark so and that was friday so from this mark right here and i see a structure forming 
typically this is a channel a consolidation channel which is consolidating the price of 55 between 55 and 45.50 let's say that roughly between 55 and 45.50 it's tested the tops it's tested the 55, it tested the 53.50, and then it tested the 55 again. Every time it tested the 55, that got rejected. On the other hand, on the downside, every time it tested 46, that got rejected. Every time it went down to 46, 45.50, that got rejected to the upside. So as it stands, we're standing sitting at the 45.50. We could there's pretty much two scenarios two scenarios to play this right here me i'm playing it um i'm gonna figure out how i'm gonna play it right now uh my deltas on this um if i was to guess uh my deltas are probably 10 deltas so i'm i'm uh, bullish on it right now it's more like i would like to suck the theta out of the 50s but suck the theta out of the 50 puts or the 50 calls don't know that's why i haven't thoughts in trading but on november 5th we're gonna have earnings if you remember what happened on the last earnings they missed on the estimates and the stock went up 10 percent that's what what got me into this position in the first place I, it was an earnings play um what did i do i bought some calls what did i do when i bought some calls and it moved up 10 percent? you know i sold calls against it I actually i think i bought two cheap calls i sold calls and then uh once it ramped up i sold i um yeah so that's what I did. I sold a call against it to create a vertical. Then I had a Jade Lizard for a while. And I had that Jade Lizard for a while. And then um, once it ramped up again, and I didn't th I think it was going to exhaust itself, I sold it. I sold off the Jade Lizard, and I was left with a, a short call vertical. I was short. Yeah, it was a short call vertical. And that was around the 55, like the 55 area. And it just tanked after that. And I just, I've been holding it. I've just been holding that short vertical. I added that, um, that put bullish put vertical right at the 55. This is a completely risk-free position. But since, you know, it started as an earnings play, and the earnings was August 7th, August, August 8th, around there. And that's when it got rejected. That was, that's when everything started. <clears throat> so you can check it out. But um, how are we going to, what, what are we going to do with this? Um, my position right now is, like I said, I'm long-term bullish. Um I'm not even bearish at the moment. So everybody wants to know, bottom line, where's the price going to go from here? You know, so there's two options. It's either going to break up, test the top of the channel, 
or break below break below the channel if it breaks below the channel then we expect lower prices and it won't recover quickly I'm gonna do an estimate I'm not gonna use Fibonacci's right here I'm just gonna use a rough um, measurement so if it breaks below the channel we're gonna see concrete at 37 in all reality are we gonna see concrete at 37 I don't know when was the last time it was at 37 it was in June of 2015 and how long was it at 37 area Oh, April, May, June. It was there for three months before it broke up to the upside. This is a small consolidation, which is not looking very positive. You know, as I'm observing this and I'm making the analysis on the mic, you know, it's not looking very good for concrete, U.S. concrete. But I am a fan of U.S. concrete. I mean, everything's made out of concrete. I'm in the business. That's why I'm in the business. Um, but looking back, looking back, back. In 2012, 2011, concrete was $2.40. U.S. concrete. In 2012, 2011. So, today, that was... A short seven years ago, from two dollars and sixty cents to seventy six dollars, we're standing today. I mean, fifty. Uh, sorry, to fifty. Where are we at today? We're at forty eight twenty. I can't even tell what the price is. We're at forty five eighty five. We're sitting at forty five eighty five today. And we have earnings coming up in a month. So, as of for concrete, I'm going to have to buy a put. I'm going to buy a put just to start building a bullish position on it. I'm going to play this the same way I did the earnings before. So, I mean... With this formation that it did from July 15th till now, I mean July 2015 till now, this is called like a dark cloud cover or something like that. But it's pretty much consolidation up, up, up top and it got rejected. What's scary is that there's not a lot of places that... Um, U.S. Concrete did a um, placed a good support level. Like there wasn't a lot of places that it consolidated. Like there was, yeah, that consolidated the thirty-eight between thirty-six and forty dollars. It consolidated for three months. This price action from, but then you can say, well, from sixty-two till today, you know, that was. From July 2015 until today, it's been consolidating between 66 and 
41. So that's a $20 range. Um, so right now, you know, I'm just, I just looked at the Elliott waves. This could be, uh, uh, an ABC pattern, uh, an ABC wave testing before it starts continuing. So this price action, uh, this price box where it's sitting at right now between the the fifty fours and forty sixes, these are important levels here. So these are the levels. That's why I traded it because they were important levels, and I did you know buy the calls at the bottom of, of that spike right at earnings but that's what we're that's a that's what we're trading i'm looking to tr to trade this i wouldn't be in this if my my options didn't do that didn't do well if i had lost or just scratched a trade or taken a 50 percent hit on it i wouldn't be in this but um uh u.s concrete everything made out of concrete is never going to go to zero so the uh, we're just going to watch these levels if it does go down to 37 then i'm going to buy some calls because 37 has been an area that hasn't been seen for a long time if it breaks through the 36 and goes into like 35 50s then we got to go straight up bearish on it where it go bearish on it so not that I'd want to, not that I think that that would happen, but uh, with you, this is the ticker is USCR, is the one we're talking about today, the one I'm observing, doing some analysis on, and that's pretty much all there is to it. It's looking bearish. One, two, it might have one more swing down and hit the 37 before it bounces back up, but this could be the, if it's, three waves down this could have been the third wave down so we could see um, some more consolidation they could consolidate consolidate between you know 55 to 48 for another month until earnings come out and then earnings will move it one way or another but that's the way we're going to look at concrete ewz you know i don't know if anybody else trades ewz but for some reason it's not like you know, I, I'm more of a gold guy and gold junior miner, but since that action has been doing what it's been doing, I haven't been a fan. I'm not. I haven't been participating in the gold and uh, well, the gold miners and the gold miner ETF. You know that stuff that's going on over there. So that's just manipulation. I believe a hundred percent. So in EWZ. Our position is still working good. We're still between the 35 and the 32s. I uh, have done nothing, just sucking up data, but it is going to the upper range of my uh, double diag uh, double calendars that I have going. But you know, I'm pretty confident that um, it's going to keep doing its thing. It actually looks like it broke out of the price box of 32 and 30 so it broke above took a look below 
and then it come, came back up. So EWZ is looking bullish. So EWZ is looking bullish, looking bullish on this daily chart. Looks like it's ready to move up. You know, the other day on uh, the 21st September, I think that might have been a Wednesday or Monday, I don't know. But um, once I had bought, um, I actually bought some puts because I thought that was going to bring the price down to, to 32s to retest the 32 again. And it should. If it doesn't retest the 32s, then this whatever structure is going to make is going to be suspect because, you know, it only tested it once. And if it tests it once and keeps running up, then it can keep running up for like a hundred, a thousand bucks. It doesn't matter. It will always come back to retest. It could be, it could do it in 10 years, but it will always come back to retest. Unfortunately, that's just the way it works. Unless they come out and, you know, like, like if it was a company that says, um, a new drug or whatever, but that's not going to happen with EWZ because EWZ is a basket of companies and it's not going to, it's not going to happen. So we need to retest the 32s if we're going to be bullish. Okay. Right now it's only tested um, the 30s, uh, you know, I could say three times. So it's got to come back and retest it, unfortunately. So, and I'm pretty much set up for that. I need it to retest the 32s before I can place a, place another trade above 35. So I want to go to I wanted to get with the 32s so I can sell some put verticals at 35. So you see, my way of thinking is it's going to come back test the top of the previous channel right and then that's where i'll place my i'll sell the um the put verticals in anticipation that's going to break up above 35 and those put verticals are going to be up for at least at least 45 and i'm not sure but it's going to be at least three months out and I'm going to be paying, maybe I'd like to pay 10 bucks and get 40 okay? I want to risk a risk dollar to get $4. And, that's because, and that way I don't feel bad when I close a position early and I only take 50% of my profit. And that's, <clears throat> and that's when my risk reward is a, is a two to one, a minimal of a two to one. And... Um, so that's a strategy with EWZ, but yeah, it's got to come back and test. I'm pretty much prepared with that because I bought some puts and and the $30 puts. So I bought the $30 puts, but I'm not bearish on it. It's going to come down and then I'm going to be selling the, the $30, the $30 and 50 cents puts against it once, once. It comes down, and I can make like you know ten, twenty dollars off off you know selling it. I'm gonna take it because I already have thirty two. Put verticals bullish on it, and at the same time I have thirty five vertical 
35 call uh, uh, bear verticals, whatever you want to call it. I'm bearish on it. I'm kind of just stuck in theta at this at these price levels. So two channels, as long as it doesn't spike up, I'm still in good shape. But if it does spike up, I'll be I'll make more because I'll just buy the calls back that I sold earlier. And even though I sold the the 34, 50 calls, they're still cheaper than what I sold them at because I sold them weeks ago. I'm sucking up theta. That's that's the strategy with that. Cara, C-A-R-A, just broke out of just broke out of a symmetrical wedge, a symmetrical triangle, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing. You know what I mean? If you don't know what I mean, then that's okay too. So Cara just broke out. I have I have a calendar on this. Like I mentioned before, I I couldn't sell the the December options because they weren't offered. I sold the November options, which I was fine with, because now I have a risk free free call. The worst that could happen is like I make twenty bucks or something like that. Say Kara went to zero, or I just or I just fell off the earth. But if Kara does make it up to thirty bucks, then my uh, my profits are exponential. And the way it's looking, it's it looks like it's going to run, you know. It kind of scares me a little bit because a lot of the times I see these structures and these are the ones I go short on. When I see the initial break, I'll short the initial break and wait for and and sell into the retracement. And it looks like Kara is about to do that, retrace down. So I have a... a I have a trend line up, so I'll be watching that right now. It's it's consolidating, doing what a stock is supposed to do. Consolidates, and I like that, actually this action because it consolidates and then it moves up. Let's see, I'll tell you that exactly. It moves up. It moves up fifty cents and consolidates again. Okay, and uh, let's see, it moves up from twenty two. 2275 2280 yeah so it moves up another 60 cents and consolidates again though that's healthy but if it's moving up you know it's a 20 dollars stock so if it moves up 50 cents consolidates moves up another 50 60 cents consolidates i like that action that is strong okay because we're not spiking up and like these are all these are people investors not too many traders Kara is not that liquid there's a lot of there's a lot more investors people dumping money into it to hold on than they are institutional traders and institutional traders aren't gonna be uh, aren't gonna be playing this unless there's gonna be a lot of volume so as of now looking at Kara, C-A-R-A, and they're the, I've had them, I've been trading for, I can't say a couple years, but maybe close to that, a couple years. I bought them when they were $7, and um, I'll tell you a different story, but I bought Kara when they were $7, and I traded it just because my account was small, and, um, you know, I was hungry, 
you know, small, my account was small. I was hungry and I'd take, ten, I, I'd take 3% off the table every single time. You know, I wasn't trading. I had a couple accounts that I did trade options. You know, I have, I blew those accounts. So, you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know what I was doing. I learned a few things and I lost all the money. Well, there's, there's still a little bit of money in those accounts, but technically they're blown, you know. 80% of it is gone. So 80% of it has gone to education. So it's expensive to learn how to trade. But, you know, I learned my lessons and I wouldn't have it any other way. If if I was back, I wish I would have lost it faster to, to learn faster. Um, so anyways, uh, his care. I had two big bumps. This was in May another one in June since there is consolidated and then it just broke above its June bump um, just last week since then it's been holding so it's in all new territory right now this range of 22 and 24 dollars this is all new territory so what do we do buy new highs oh guess what Kara these are new highs, $24, $22. These are all new highs. And we are consolidating. Yesterday's candle, let's call it, is a bullish one. Okay. I'm not going to call it a doji because it's actually green. It actually broke up. I mean, it closed up higher. And actually yesterday, it almost tested the top. So it did it did reject the 2430, but I'm glad it did because we don't want to see that. We need strong consolidation. Let it move up 50 cents, consolidate, get all the buyers in, get all the sellers out. With you know, move up again, 50 cents, consolidate. All the buyers in, all the sellers out, move up a 50 cents, consolidate. If it keeps doing that, it could go up to a thousand. But in reality, we just got to look at the market, look at the, the price book, look at all those factors and just come up with a conclusion of where this stock can go. And since um, in 2007, in June of 2017, it did spike all the way up to um, up to twenty eight dollars where I sold all like I was buying stock. I was buying Kara stock since I, it was seven dollars. And I sold all. I sold them from twenty dollars up. So as soon as it made the initial break, you know, and it, it was hitting like seventeen dollars, I sold a portion. Hit eighteen dollars, sold more. Hit nineteen, sold more. The last time I sold it was like twenty four bucks, and then it went. And then I was kicking myself, and it went up to twenty five, twenty six, and I bought a couple, you know, bought some shares back to, to like not knowing. But yeah, it, then it came down. And then I bought it on the way down. Every time I was hitting 12, it was like hitting 12, 12, 12, 12. I was like buying the 12s, buying the 12s, buying the 12s. It breached 12, went down to 11. I'm buying them, I'm, I'm buying them, I'm buying it. It hit 13, I'm like, oh, come back to 12. It hit 14, I'm like, um, 14 is, I don't want to pay 14, especially if I just, you know, if I just bought them for 12, I don't want to pay 14. 
but it was consolidating like that for a while. You know, it looks like all year actually since July, since you know July two thousand seventeen to you know till uh, May two thousand eighteen till it got the bump. I didn't have no stock band. Then no, I didn't buy any. You know, I started selling them again. You know, when it hit like fifteen, you know, I was like, man, I don't know. This is looking like it's gonna break down. Selling fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. But yeah, I sold them all. I sold them all for profit, and I was and I was trading it. So I was buying and selling, buying them and selling. If I'd buy it one day and it was up five percent the next day, I'd take my profit. I don't care. Like that was I was trading it. So I'm not sure what my PNL is with Cara, but it's one of the better stocks that um that I've done good with and you know back then when it was like seven bucks it was on stock twits so I use stock twits just to see the momo of what's going on and like what's tradable and what um where the action's gonna be or you know just ideas I've gotten plenty of ideas I don't listen to everybody but I've gotten plenty of trade ideas from from stock twits even found uh other ETFs and and things like that but uh by no means are they uh or, or anybody on their um you know qualified to you know find to follow and take recommendations and things like that so Kara, they're in the cannabis sector and they are trying to uh, to um, to make uh, pain pain drugs out of cannabinoids. So instead of making them out of opiates and synthetics, getting everybody addicted and stuff, they're making it out of uh, weed and cannabinoids and THC and, or CBD, whatever they're doing. They're using science to to replace pain pain pills. So I I see that viable. So it's like, you know, they're not trying to make a computer out of weed, okay? It's something that's possible. You can make pain there's pain relieving properties inside of of the the cannabis. So, you know, is this possible? Yeah. Am I gonna invest in it when it was seven bucks? Yeah. Am I gonna buy shares when they're twenty-five bucks? Mm, no. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some options. Um, there's still a lot of uh, momentum, so I, I and it could go. You know, the bubble could burst at any moment. Let's just say that. So, I have my. Um, I want to have my risk defined. You could say. So if I buy a put or I buy a call, all I could do is lose whatever I paid for it. That's what I'm going to lose. And my strategy is I lose when I buy something and it drops 50%, I'm out because um, I was wrong. Okay. If I'm wrong, then I'm out. Say it comes down and it's I'm, I buy a, an option and it comes down 30%. I'm 30% short on the option. And it sits there for two days or three days, and it's not losing more than thirty percent. Then I'm I might look to add on another 
option to um, to cost average if the structure is right if everything if the the price is going up or down going towards going for my option because um with the with the decay of the option say uh, it goes down 30 percent and it hangs down there for like three days you should be down lower so if you were completely wrong you sh after three days you should be at your 50 percent exit so if you're 50 if you buy a, a call for like 50 bucks and you're down 25 bucks within like two days then just close it or sell something against it to to minimize your loss you know sometimes i have to do that say i buy a cheap put a call and it goes against me i'll have to and and there's not there's nobody out there that wants to buy it or sell it I, yeah that nobody nobody out there wants to buy it because they know it's a loser then i have to sell another put above it locking in like locking in a loss meaning like yeah i can't get rid of this put because i can't get rid of the, the option because nobody's out there buying it or selling it so i'm gonna have to buy or sell uh a one uh, a strike higher or lower just to lock in a loss and there's nothing wrong with that that's a that's a strategy you're locking in you that's that's risk management it's like oh i lost i'm 50 percent down um you know i just spent 500 bucks i'm down 250 bucks fuck i'm going to lose the other 200 i'm going to lose 550 bucks no okay you were wrong you're down 250 bucks let's make sure we don't go down 300 bucks okay that's that's the way you should be thinking or if you can say you bought it at 50 now it's 25 <clears throat> sell it for 25 if nobody's if nobody's wants to buy it for 25 and you're the and you look at the the market depth and you're the only one there or there's people in front of you trying to sell it cheaper then you're gonna have to move to lock in a loss lock in your loss <clears throat> that's uh, risk management so um you know in ewz like i said that's one of my options that because it's up to the it's in the upper range of my um of my double calendar and all the other stuff i got going in there i might lock in a loss here and there like i bought those puts anticipation it comes down if the puts don't um you know they they were up so they're working but say that the puts say it doesn't go down then i'll i'll sell the the 30 50 puts for the same price i bought them for just to scratch the trade that had that means like i was wrong and but i'm not going to lose anything or i was wrong and i'm going to lose you know 10 cents or you know i'm going to lose 10 bucks i'm going to lose 20 bucks but never take 100 percent max loss if you are wrong and you're 50 percent if you're wrong and you lost 50 percent i mean you got to go out i don't i it took me a while and I was like, yeah, um, every time, like when I was learning options, like I said, I blew up those accounts. That's what I was doing. 
it was like I was punishing myself. That's called um, uh, somebody has a term for like self sabotage or something like that. And it's it's a real thing because when I heard people talking about that, I'm like, oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm like self um, self destructing or not like kind of like punishing yourself. Like you were wrong, so yeah, you take this hundred percent hit. You know, it's like don't like you're wrong, so let's let's um let's uh face the music so to speak. Like uh let's you know whip yourself like um you're wrong, you bought the call instead of the put, so now you're gonna take a hundred percent hit on it. No. All right. If you're taking fifty percent hit, do something. It's time to do something. If you took a thirty percent hit, okay, that's when you got to reevaluate whether you're gonna take a short loss or you're gonna take a small profit, or you're gonna add on to position and put yourself in a situation of like making a good, uh, making a good trade. So. Um, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, these, <clears throat> these little talks and thoughts help anybody out there, but, uh, I'm just, I'm just doing my strategy. It works for me. And the only reason I'm doing it and talking about it is so I get my head figured out and, you know, I kind of, um, make decisions, figure out what decisions I'm going to make. So moving on from C-A-R-A, CARA, let's move on to MJ, which is the cannabis ETF. Now, MJ was up another 3.4%. So this has been a good pick, and I've had a full position. And um, uh, I don't know what else, like, since, since I, you know, since I mentioned it, you know, the stock's been, been up like a lot. Like, um, right here, we might have, we should have some consolidation between 45 and 37. Um, if we can get some consolidation for 45, between 45 and 37 then we can look for the next leg up higher uh, there's a possibility that it can retest these levels like 33s you know it retested 30 34 33 50 like once it's consolidated in uh, 33s for a while the level that is a little bit concerning which is not anymore that now that i look at this Actually, there's no concerning levels, actually. Whoa. So here on um, on January 8th, so in the beginning of the year, we had a spike from 29 to 39. So this MJ wasn't even on my radar then. There's earnings plays on this, and I'm not sure his ETF. I haven't even looked at what companies are in here, so... Anybody knows more than I do, please let me know. So, I was talking about concerning levels, and since this has been fully consolidated, 
then we're looking at at new highs. We're going to be looking at new highs here. So this has already been consolidated. These levels have been consolidated. Done. So from 38.44 to 26.09, these levels are done. So our new floor is 38.37. Okay. Our testing area, which is our, which would be a short first target, would be $34. And I'm actually going to mark that. So $34, you're looking to buy, like, all in. <laughs> like, not like that, but between 35, yeah, between 35 and 34, I would be a buyer of it real bad. Just because of that rejection and the support. So if it dropped all the way down to 26, between 34 and 26, that's all buys. So I'd be in it. I'm in it. I own stock. I own I own shares of this. These are this is like an investment, long-term investment. And I'm probably gonna look to buy enough and sell calls against it because it's one of those things. If it's a bubble, I don't even know if I want to sell calls against it. But the 24 has been rejected. 25 has been rejected. All this area is being rejected. So 32 could be another low. So I'd buy at 32. I don't know if I'd say, I, I wouldn't say wait till 32 because. 32 was at 2016 peaks. Okay. And it consolidated all that. And consolidated the 24s and 32s. So that's gone. Okay. So you got to buy. If you're lucky. Hopefully people start taking profits. But I doubt it because you really just heard and hearing about this. You know myself. So except for a few months ago. But. People are just hearing about this <clears throat> and uh, retracement. Yeah, this should be a retracement. I like to see a retracement down to 32. This will make it nice, bullish, healthy, strong. You know, we're talking from 40 down to 32. If it comes down to 32 and you see a big volume spike buys, then you better be in that spike. Because um, 32 is going to be the floor. Okay. It could do something like concrete did. But I doubt it because this, if you look at the P ratio, it's a negative ratio. That means the companies are in here are undervalued. All the companies in this ETF are all undervalued. So last one I want to talk about is the one I want to kick myself is Indian Globalization Group, IGC. I bought this when they were 40 cents. Okay. I was in this probably like a couple of years ago in the 40 cents area. At the same time, I had bought Kara. Okay. This was like in, um, this was like, or like last year, pretty much. They were like between 50, 40 cents. And I was trading it like 
it wasn't even a lot. Um, yeah, I think I might have sold it. I got to check, but I sold it like with profit. And look what happened. Look at that. From $0.38 cents up to $6.45. So looking at the chart, looking at the chart, you know, I'd go all in and buy puts on this if they had tradable. I'm not even sure if they if they are tradable. If I could short this, I would short it. I mean, look at that chart from forty cents to six dollars and forty cents. And I was and I looked into this company. They're they're like um, they're an investment firm. This is not all they own. You know, they're a bunch of investors that call themselves Indian Globalization Group. And they, you know, they dealt with can they dabbled with cannabis. They didn't have uh, a set um, market like like Cara was trying to cure pain through cannabis. Indian Globalization Group is more of an investment firm into cannabis. They just want to have they looked like they just wanted to be involved in cannabis, but they didn't have a set market where they were going towards. But now that they say there's going to be a new age beverage stock, you know, it says new age beverage, IGC, new age beverage stocks rocket to lead cannabis sector rally amid CBD beverage boom. So all of a sudden, you know, Pepsi was talking about making beverages with CBD in it. Global is an Indian globalization group must have said, oh, this is the spot. This is where, you know, this is going to be our market. Let's go. And they must have marketed it good enough to push the stock from $0.40 cents to $6.45. This is some crypto action right here. Yeah, I don't know if um, that's all, all I could say. This, looking at it, you know, and all happening within nine days, okay? It means last week you could have bought a hundred shares for forty bucks. Okay. Today your forty bucks would be six hundred fifty bucks. Okay. Let's say four hundred bucks. Okay. Your four hundred bucks would be six grand today. Okay. Four grand if you had bought it at forty cents. You bought a th- uh, like ten thousand shares. You'd be up 60, 65 grand. You know, sixty grand. Okay, this is some crypto action. Who's gonna buy it at six dollars and fifty cents? I don't know. Not me. Okay. I had I was you know England India Globalization Group was one of those like penny stocks okay they were a penny stock those are the ones that's you know I was just trading it short money just to trade now bam you know what I missed it completely you know I should have just kept a hundred dollars worth of shares and left them in there I were I should have just kept like you know you know two hundred shares you know that's a hundred bucks. I wouldn't mind, you know, all of a sudden seeing 640 bucks today. 
don't know, or a hundred bucks makes it would have been a thousand. No way, let's see. I don't know, but it would have been a lot. So IGC, you know, I seen it on um on the chat in the chat rooms and things like that and people are like yeah it's going to the moon and things but this, this stock has history um i missed it kicking myself yeah just because i'd keep i'd be i these are one of the tickers i'd watch you know but then you know you start getting interested in different things and it comes off your list like it keeps doing nothing for so long, you know. You just get out of it, and uh, I got out of it a while back. But hey, if you weren't watching it for the last two weeks, then you missed everything. I wouldn't buy. It. I'm gonna look to buy puts in it. You know, control. I I'll put like fifty bucks. I'll buy fifty dollars worth of puts somewhere. If I could sell, if I could buy like the two dollar puts. Or the three dollar puts, or the four dollar, five dollar puts. I'll buy the five dollar puts, but you know, make sure that I want to control my risk. It's like I'll throw a hundred bucks going against it, and hopefully that put will go up by the six hundred percent. You know, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the counter trade here, okay, on IGC Indian Global Globalization Group. So, hey, it's Saturday morning. I'm going to get some coffee. You know, I'm relaxed. I hope everybody enjoys this weekend. Stress-free. Enjoy the rest of these nice days before, like, the rough, ugly weather comes. And, hey, drop me a line. Give me a ring. Email. Let me know what you'd like me to talk about. Ask questions. You know, I didn't, I didn't trade futures on Thursday and Friday. I, you know, I had a long day Thursday night it was a bad day. I had an issue with my pets and it's pretty sad and I don't want to get into it. Friday, I was tired. I didn't trade. So yeah, I slacked off, took the day off Thursday and Friday, but I did work at my, I, I worked a little at my business, but um, Friday was a rough day. So uh, I didn't do any futures trading. I just seen on like uh, the crypto chat room that we're talking about IGC. I'm like, what the? You know, I seen that years ago. They've been 40 cents forever. Now look at them, $6.50. And I don't think they had any options because it's one of it's a penny stock. So they didn't have no options. So. Hey, thanks for listening. This is Trade Doc, Thoughts in Trading. Peace.